Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom, Chaverim. That's Hebrew for hello, friends, and Shabbat Shalom. That's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today on Bagels and Blessings, you'll hear my interview with Bot Rifka Witten and her husband George. They have a lot to say about what's been happening in Israel, and I'll be featuring some of her music as well. Stay with me, and I'll be right back. and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a Messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you are in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays by appointment, Wednesdays from 3 to 8 p.m., Thursdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and up to 30 minutes after services on Saturdays. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit Congregation Shema Yisrael. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester area, be sure to visit Congregation Shema Yisrael in the Fig Tree Bookstore and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. One of Bot Rivka Witten's CDs is called For Such a Time as This. I absolutely love all the songs. Here's one called Eretz Zavat Chalav. It's all about Israel being the land of milk and honey.
Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585 885- 889-7840. Here's another great song from Bot Rifka Witten. Comes right out of Psalm 133. How good and wonderful it is when brothers dwell together in unity.
This is Ethel Chadwick, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Stay tuned for my interview with Bot Rivka and her husband, George. Next up, here's Haben Yakir Lee, my dear son, Bot Rivka Witten.
Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning mornings at 10 a.m. 2.50 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. Some of you might remember I've played this next song because it's from Sue Samuel. She wrote it and she recorded it and bought Rifka Witten took it and has a fabulous arrangement and I think it's wonderful. So here is Bot Rifka Witten's version of Rise Up. Rise up, rise up, rise up, oh God of the 
And this next song is called Heal Our Land. Again, I am featuring music from Bot Rifka Witten. Stay tuned for an interview with her and her husband, George, coming up soon. For we were slaves And you did not forsake us in our bondage You extended mercy to us to revive us To repair the house of God and to rebuild us Oh, when we were guilty Of iniquity, helpless in captivity We've forsaken your ways, but with the mighty And an outstretched arm Will you heal our land? Visit us again Reveal yourself again Turn us to you Restore our land and revive us again And now, oh God, won't you hear our supplication climb your ear And see our desolation, Lord, be near Oh, merciful Father, don't delay Oh, if we your people who are called by
pray and seek your face and turn from my wicked ways and you will heal our land. That really is a fabulous song. Again, that was Bot Rifka Winton, and that comes right out of Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Praise the Lord. Well, I hope you've been enjoying this wonderful music. Next up, I'm going to share my interview with Bot Rifka Witten and her husband, George. I know you're going to love it. George and Bot Rifka Witten, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom, shalom. Well, this is a repeat interview for you, Bot Rifka, but it'll be a first time for George, so I'm just thrilled to talk to you both. I was looking over my archives, and I don't think you've been on the air with me, Rifka, since 2014. So, yeah, I know that you. Long time. <laughs> yes, I know that you're Jewish. Don't don't be talking about how long it's been. <laughs> Hey, look, I'm the, I'm the one turning 70 in January, okay? Let's just get that out there right now. <laughs> so, that's all right. I just turned 50 in October, so. Oh, gosh. I love crazy. talking to the young people. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Rifka, when I had you on the air before, you talked a lot about your testimony, how you came to know Yeshua, and I featured your music on the air. And I just wondered if you wanted to share how long have you been living in Israel and what's going on with your latest music? project well I was born in Israel but and I've lived there on and off my whole life but um with my husband and, and both my children are born there uh we've been there for about 20 some years 21 years and um we we went together back together we were living in the United States actually I was living in Israel when we met uh but I was here for a season um with some family of mine, and um, and then I met my husband. We got married and moved to Israel 21 years ago. Wow. Um, moved back to Israel, I guess. He moved with me. Wonderful. If that makes sense. Well, I'm excited to talk to him oh. in a few minutes, but I want to know, how did you get that powerful voice? You had the most amazing singing voice, and it's just so anointed. And have Did you get special training, or is it just God have blessed you? <laughs> Well, first of all, I appreciate the compliment and praise God because of all the glory goes to him. Um, I, you know, part of my testimony, and a lot of people don't know about me, is I didn't, I wasn't really a singer. I mean, I would never have classified myself as a singer. I was, um, like, involved in, you know, the choir in grade school, but, you know, nobody had to know how to sing for that. I always wanted to like have a solo and like dreamed of doing that. And I tried out several times and no one ever picked me for a solo. But when I became a believer, um, I started worshiping and that's when this booming voice came out. Mm. And, um, so it was worship <laughs> that really brought it forth. Mm. You put God first and he gave you favor. Hallelujah. Amen. What is Amen. your what's Just your by most his grace by his grace? Amen. What, what is your most recent musical project? Well, I've been working on some new music recently uh, that I haven't put on a CD only because, really, sadly, um, CDs are becoming obsolete these days, but. Um, I have just been doing singles and releasing them on YouTube. Um, and all the platforms if you want to uh, purchase. But um, what's really exciting is, is one of my latest ones called Rise Up. Oh, yes. I was um, going to talk about that. Yes. It's gotten over half a million views in just a very short time and gone to, like, the ends of the world. So I just got a report, you know, on YouTube, like, gives you a report of where where these places are, where, where, your, where your music is, is reaching, you know. And um, one of the, one, don't even ask me how, but India is one of the major ones. Uh, like, I'm, I'm just kind of just watching it going, wow, this is, this is amazing. 
Mm. Well, I love that song. I know it was written by Sue Samuel, and I heard you do it. It was. I heard you do it at the Maasai conference, and I want. I just. I was like, wow! I love the way you do it. I love your arrangement. It's just amazing. So. Well. Awesome. Thank Praise you. Thank you. God. I have a, you know, I, I do write songs occasionally, but they have to be like super downloaded. When I try to write music, it doesn't work as well. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't come to me as easily, but sometimes I'll just wake up in the morning with a, with a chorus and then I, I am able to somehow develop it. Sometimes it takes years, but Sue Samuel is an amazing writer and you should check out her music too. She's an amazing person and a very close friend and was gracious enough to let me put my own spin on Rise Up. And um, yeah, I'm really excited it's for uh, it's other music. I'm not, yeah, I, I recently have one just that I did put on recently called Awake My Soul. And uh, that one is really from the depth of my soul, um, just in time for what's going on in Israel or what's been going on for the last couple months and um, really strong, powerful song that uh, I think a lot of people can relate to. Oh, wonderful. If I don't have that already, I'll be sure to get that from you. Fantastic. Wow. Sure. So this next question is for George. What's it like being married to such a famous singer? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, uh, it's always kind of funny when we go to a Messianic congregation. I'm the, I'm the husband of. I'm the, I'm the sidekick at a messianic congregation. <laughs> it does become quite, quite amusing at times. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, I would love to hear your perspective of life in Israel and how long have you been living in Israel? Uh, well, I've been living in Israel for over 20 years, so I'm the I'm the uh, Gentile that lives overseas in Israel. Uh -huh. So uh, for me, it's a little different, um, but, you know, it, it's always challenging uh, to uh, adjust to a new culture, a new way of life. And let me tell you, there's some serious adjustments. I don't know if you guys know what Israelis are like, but they're, uh, you know, they're, they're tough cookies. Yeah. I only went once. So, I had to learn the word oh, slicha. Really? I had to learn the word slicha, slicha, quickly, which means, of course, uh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, you know, I was scared when I went over there because I heard that we're going to be soldiers everywhere and you never knew when there was going to be a rocket or, I mean, I know you're not supposed to live in fear, especially as a believer in Yeshua. Does, does fear ever enter in or... Are you guys on the No, uh, honestly, it, it's not It's not so much that. I think what, what tends to happen, honestly, is the adjustment of um, the, that you're basically on the front lines of a spiritual war. Um, if you go to Israel with any kind of issues, they will be revealed very quickly. <laughs> and so I think that I think that what happens is the, the just the spiritual pressure there um, allows the Lord really to refine you quicker and faster. It's almost like you're put underneath the the, uh, the pressure cooker, and so in that respect, um, I think that it's it's beneficial for anyone to spend a significant time over there just to to figure out who they are. At the same time, I think that what happens is many people aren't spiritually um, grounded and um, emotionally grounded. I think that it actually exasperates uh, issues. So uh, for me, I thought it was a, a, a life changing experience, and and I. Can't wait to get back and, and return. Um, but, you know, what's like living in Israel, it's a, it's a lot different than living in the States where uh, my wife likes to call this uh, cushy, cushy land. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, let's see. I had a question pop into my head and then it popped right back out. Oh, I know. You guys are a perfect example of Jew and Gentile, one and Messiah, just like me and my husband. I'm wondering... Do Israelis respect interfaith couples? Do they look down on interfaith couples? Or how does that work over there? That's an interesting question. Uh, I think the religious are not crazy about it. Uh, but most secular people couldn't care less. And uh, they love George. I mean, our neighbors. I mean, we we all we have a very good relationship with neighbors and 
friends and Israelis and you know I mean we have a we have a thing we do at our house on Friday nights and you know we get all kinds of Israelis there they all love George so what's not to love yeah right? <laughs> I, exactly he's pretty lovable most yeah. of the time <laughs> now George if I'm not mistaken you know, I don't always trust my memory but I believe you have access to a news website or you you put a news website so, so, out or can you can you fill fill in the blanks there? <laughs> yeah, so I actually run a Christian news agency. So I actually have journalists in Jerusalem, Budapest, Rome and throughout the United States. And so I actually syndicate our news across a, a lot of different churches. We run a site called worthynews.com with one of many sites and um you know, the idea is to actually provide what's happening around the world, what's happening in Israel, what's happening in the United States, and what's happening to believers around the world. Really to kind of equip the watchman. The idea of sending out what we send out is called a worthy brief that goes out to 35,000 people a day. Wow. It's actually, yeah, it's actually an encouragement with a devotion. But then it's your prayer points. It really, you know, if you get the, the worthy brief, you can actually go through each, each like, headline, so to speak, and actually pray through those headlines. And so the idea was really to uh, unify a, a group of watchmen to pray over what I consider the most significant events happening at that bigger day. Mm. So um, in all, um, you know, we, we continue to kind of press forward and press through. And it's been a, a very busy time, especially now with, with what's happening in the Middle East. So uh, we'll just continue to, <laughs> to press on and press through. So, How in the world did you even get involved in this? I mean, it's not just everybody that knows how to syndicate a, a news service. Well, I started Worthy News in 1999, and the idea was, how do I get to Israel? Um, and so for me, what happened was I started out with just, the internet was brand new. It wasn't even, it was just at its infancy. And early on, it used to be kind of like the Drudge Report of Christians, and Christian Washman. And then over time, uh, I just realized that the news media just is not truthful. And um, so if we're going to report the news, we really have to come from the perspective of um, we just don't trust anyone. You have to uh, just go and verify. And so while we've been redeployed to the States, for example, we went to Minneapolis a week after George Floyd died. We were in the middle of the Chaz and Chad riots in Seattle. We were in the Antifa riots. Uh, the irony is when we went to Antifa in Portland, uh, we were there seven days in the riots. You knew that those riots were going for 100 days. But um, a lot of what we do is actually being on the ground and um, seeing what, what how things are happening. We just attended uh, this huge rally in um, Washington, D.C., where 300,000 um, you know, people were standing strong with Israel. And when we went to the rally, we, we were actually scheduled to go to Texas and we just readjusted our, our, our whole planning um, and went to the rally instead. And, and I got to tell you, it was really significant to see um, that many people standing with Israel in in the, at the same time that the, the, Homeland, um, the Department of Homeland Security issued out a warning saying this was a level one threat, um, you know, trying to keep people away. Um, so it was, it was really... He asked what? What, how you started Worthy News? I did, 1999. Wow. But you didn't tell me, no. I didn't how. Uh, I, it was just really just a vision of how to get to Israel. Mm. Do you do any uh, video news or audio news, or is it all just by uh, email or website? or? Well, it's it's by email. Uh, we send out the Worthy Brief as an email, and then we also you can also go visit the website, worthynews.com. And then within those sites, often in a lot of those articles are actually full clips um, of, you know, what happened in a press conference or what happened in a, um, so a lot of the articles do contain video clips. Um, so we, we try to cover everything as well as possible. Worthy. We also have an app and uh, worthy.tv where you can see some of uh, George's work doing videos on current events. That is really important. I want to repeat that. So uh, the website, worthynews.com, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, I want all my listeners to log into uh, 
worthynews.com and find out the true news that's really happening over there. Now, I just thought of a question to ask you guys. I've never experienced having any of my children serve in the military, especially during wartime. Living over there, I don't know the ages of your children. Are any of them old enough to serve in the IDF, and how do you feel about that? Well, sadly, um, we are not uh, currently in the land at this moment. Right. Um, even though we still have our home there in southern Israel. But um, my daughter, um, we were here when COVID happened, and uh, my brother-in-law died suddenly, and it was a long story, but um, my in-laws who live in Baltimore, Georgia's parents, are um, they're deaf and aging, and they have nobody else. We're their only family. So we have been here, um, even as we travel on weekends, um, we've been here with them uh, most of the time, helping them, you know, do a lot of things, restore their house and stuff. Um, so we have been here quite a bit, and Eliana our uh, older daughter uh, decided she was just going to stay and go to college here. But she did not go do army service. My son is 16 and he may uh, go into the army. We're just not sure what's going to be happening with us or the in-laws and so on and so forth. What's the minimum age to join the IDF? Um, everybody joins at 18. 18, I see. Girl, girls and boys. Girls girls for two years usually and boys for three. I would think that would certainly be a time of challenging faith and really having to trust Adonai more than ever to see your child. Absolutely. Especially my, my entire family lives in Israel. So both my father's side and my mother's side, aunts, uncles, cousins, and sisters, brothers, nieces, nephews, parents. So, um, mo oh, you know, we, I have a lot of um, cousins and nieces and nephews that are in the IDF right now that we're praying for, you know, some of them in Gaza. So, or, you know, dealing with things on the front lines, many friends also, sure. uh, close friends. And, and that leads me to my next question. In the, in the few minutes that we do have left, I'm wondering, and realizing this is not going to go on the air for probably a couple of months, but still, what are some things you'd like us to be praying for, for your ministry, for your family, for your friends in Israel? What are some things we can be praying for, either one of you or both? Go ahead. Okay. Um, honestly, I think that we need to be praying for the revival in Israel. Yeah, I, mean, I really do believe that. I mean, when you have a, a situation where it, it, you know they'll say you never can find an atheist in a foxhole, I think right. that there is a, a you know the overwhelming sense of of, of the, the situation happening. But I think as believers, I, I'm I'm praying that we triple or quadruple our numbers in the next year, and I think that 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 revival in Israel will actually spark a worldwide revival. I think um, I didn't get a chance to get into it, but I, I really do believe that the timing of the war happening at Simchat Torah, happening with um, you know the the anniversary of the the uh, Yom Kippur War, that you believe that is an indication spiritually that God's getting ready to do something new. And I look back to the 1967 and 1973, um, you know, Jesus Movement revival. In that revival, you had more Jewish people coming to faith than any, you know, any time in 2,000 years. And then that revival sparked really the Messianic movement that is of today. But I think that that was just a prequel of what God is getting ready to do. And I think that we're getting ready to walk into uh, something supernatural. And it'll be an, an eye-opening experience. That, um, I wasn't alive for the, the, uh, the uh, Jesus Revolution um, but I, I am anticipating a brand new, you know, revolution today. Amen. Here mm. in the States also. Hallelujah. But uh, just on a, yeah, and on a personal level, you know, just praying for um, our ministry. We were kind of blacklisted on uh, on uh, Google, sadly. I mean, we had, we used to be like number, number three, four, five on, uh, on Google. And uh, when George has been reporting some truth on different things, verified truth, I should say. Verified truth now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were blacklisted. Uh, so you can, you can always pray for 
God to uh, bring us where we need to be there. And uh, we'll be traveling and going uh, to all the United States now in this season, leaving uh, next week. And um, we'll be visiting congregations, talking about current events and um, some relevant stuff uh, going on. And, uh, and I'll be sharing music and uh or worship i should say yeah uh, so just pray for our travels pray for our kids um uh, my do- my son will be coming with us obviously we we drive around in a camper <laughs> and um yeah we've been doing that for a couple years and um yeah and we've been to israel back and forth a few times but um uh we do want to get back there for good i mean that's the goal so oh, sure. pray for my daughter in college also. She's yeah. at Christ for the Nations. Aww. But Rifka, yeah. if, if people want to get some of your earlier CDs, where is the best place to do that? Uh, the best place to do that is um, at Lazman has the music, L-A-Z-M-A-N. That's one word. H-A-Z-E-H. That's two words. And music is the last word. Uh, Lesman has a music, and that means for such a time as this in English mm-hmm. and Hebrew. I mean, wonderful. Well, I'm going to be playing your music when I share this interview, and everybody's going to be buying it because they they're going to want to have it. <laughs> well, wow. some of that new music that you're playing probably will only be available on um, Apple Music and um, what, what are the different all the platforms. Um, or on or for free on YouTube. So um, well, hey, well, I hope that you guys are blessed by it. And um, thank you so much. You're yes, welcome. May the you Lord continue coming. to bless you guys. And just thinking about how you're being a blessing to George's parents right now. And, you know, God really honors people that bless others. And my heart goes out to you for being such a blessing to them. I think it's wonderful that you're doing that. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Any any parting words or scriptures or anything you want to do or you want to leave us with the Aronic Benediction? Well, I think that, you know, um, kind of what it says in Isaiah, rise and shine for your light has come, for deep darkness covers the earth. And, uh, you know, it seems like darkness is all around us, but they, guess what it says? But nations shall come to the brightness of your rising. So we just continue to press on and press through, anticipating the Lord's glory will rise over us in the middle of these dark days. And we just anticipate uh, what God is getting ready to do. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Amen. Lord bless you and keep you. And uh, I pray that all, you know, goes well with you and your family and those listening, that they would be encouraged because we're living in a day where, you know, it's amazing. We're seeing these prophecies come to pass right before our very eyes. And it, where, while it's, a, you know, it's, it's a trying time, it's also an exciting time to see what God is doing through these crazy events in the world. Amen. Well, thank you both so much. Um, I'm definitely going to want to have you on again to hear more about your music and to hear about more about what's going on in Israel. But this has been wonderful. S- stay on the line. We'll talk off air. But thank you so much and shalom for now. Shalom for now. Blessing. Thank Blessings. you. You too. That was my interview with the Wittens. I really enjoyed talking with them. And we have time for some more music. This one is called Awake My Soul. Many are they who say of my soul There is no help for me in God And there is no one to console me And if I fail would they applaud Sometimes you just have to tell your soul Not to give up and not let go
my soul And why in turmoil within me The pain begins to take its toll I'm overwhelmed, too blind to see And sometimes you just have to tell your soul Not to give up and not let go Awake my soul, rejoice my soul And all that is within me Awake my soul, rejoice my soul And bless his holy name
and take shelter under your wing. We're gonna run to you. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.